0: What up, y'all? It's your boy Kevin on stage, and I want to tell you about Black Married and Debt-Free, okay? There are a couple that paid off $110,000 in debt in 2017, and now they want to educate and inspire millennial couples to do the same. So what I want y'all to do is subscribe to their page. Go on YouTube, go on Instagram, and get the following going. At Black Married Debt-Free, it's everywhere, all right? So if y'all don't want to be broke no more, you want to be debt-free and victory. Then go follow them Google them, look them up And see what they talking about Because don't nobody want to be broke You feel me? What's going on everybody? This is Marcus and I'm here with my lovely wife Shira and we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Death Free Podcast. Welcome home uh, for the, our family and welcome for our first time listeners. Uh, Shire, I am beat. I am tired. We had a crazy weekend, but a great weekend. How are you feeling?
1: I'm doing good. You know, it's Sunday evening. Yes. Um, and like you said, there were a lot of things. Um On our calendar this week, this weekend. Um, But we were able to see some family, some friends, and though I am exhausted, it was all worth it.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great way to describe this weekend. I want to talk about this, though. You know, we paid off our debt. We immediately started contributing to our retirement, started investing in out-of-state real estate. Y'all know the story. Y'all know the vibes. And one thing we didn't really prioritize in all that is to stop and smell the roses and mm-hmm. stop and and go on some vacations and self-care. You know, we could always be better about that. Right. We did mm-hmm. one great vacation last year, our first vacation in a long time to Hawaii. And, and that was great. And we're yearning to go back. We're yearning to do something like that again. But you know what I've noticed, Shire, is that Gen Z seems to always be vacationing. Right. They're, they're always in Dubai in these nice places, Belize and Cabo and all this. How are they doing this, Shire? And how can I how can I be down? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I want to know. So I need your help with this one. Shire. What you got for us?
1: Yes. Well, hopefully we're going to find out. We're taking a look at this article on CNBC mm-hmm. and it's titled Gen Z's don't have a lot of money, but they're traveling anyway. Um, It says that Gen Z's aren't easing into the travel market. They're exploding into it. Wow. And despite their youth and comparatively low income, more than half of American Gen Z adults are frequent travelers, having taken three or more leisure trips in the past year.
0: Let's be nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think the first thing that I and I'm sure this will, you know, the article is going to talk about this but how are they even getting the time off of work to do that because i think that's one of our biggest things it's it's getting that everyone's schedules together you know i guess gen z a lot of times are single people so maybe it's a little easier but all right i want to hear this i want to hear how they're how they're doing this
1: yes i mean that's a valid point um but they said that they're traveling more because it is more mainstream okay And that they are broadly exposed to travel inspiration through social media. That's facts. Yeah. So there's (laughs) a quote that's shared from this consulting group that says, in short, they're being raised in a society where travel is more prioritized than it was for past generations. Mm.
0: If we could stop there real quick, Shire. Remember I was just telling you, I was thinking we were at your mom's and I was telling you like how my family we never spent the night anywhere Mm -hmm. in my whole childhood. We never like stayed at a hotel for overnight. It was only that we would go there and come back and like, we would go to like Reno from Sacramento or we would go to like great America and like in San Jose or whatever. And then we would come right back home. (laughs) Do you think that was because my parent, well, no one really was really exposed to travel like that. Like it wasn't no internet. There was no, you know, easy way to book tickets and all this. I don't even know how they booked tickets back in the day, So, How did they do that <laughs> on a phone? I don't
1: know. You know, <laughs> but another thing that you brought up was how did you know where to go? Yes. Because like having a GPS like in our phone is like second nature Ugh. to us now and that's a luxury that they didn't have. They didn't have, you know, uh Yelp or, yes. you know, all of you know, social media like the article mentions right. and like all these other, you know, places where you can learn about places to visit, read reviews in different places. Like they just didn't have that. And so though your family was going up the street and coming right back home, I'm sure at the time that was really big for you. Yes. And for your parents, they were probably thinking, our parents never did this for us. (laughs) So so it just seems like, you know, with each generation, we kind of get more exposed, We get more exposed. Mm -hmm. We take, you know, a, a step out, you know, yeah. Um, but Gen Z, they just—they're just, they're they just on a, a whole nother level.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, at at this point. Yeah. And it looks like social media is really That's playing into reason. their decisions to prioritize travel. Yes. Um, yeah. So another section in the article says, "Big plans, little money." Gen Z's—those uh, are individuals who are born between 1997 and 2012. Okay. They're traveling more than Gen Xers and baby boomers and are on par with millennials. Um, But I think they might be exceeding us a bit. Yeah. So it says, unlike past generations, Gen Z's aren't waiting until they have high paying jobs or a nest egg. Of savings to travel. Okay. Rather, they're finding ways to fit it in their budgets now. So, what are your thoughts on that? Because I think, especially when we were in our journey to pay off debt, mm-hmm. if we had a choice to like travel or prioritize saving or paying off debt, I feel like we would lean more towards paying off debt yes. and saving versus the travel.
0: Yes, Shire. Now, this is a big. I wasn't sure if this was going to come up later but let's just go there now because i think this is a big thing i honestly think the best way to do it is to find a balance between the two but i think just speaking specifically to what they're doing and how they say they're just prioritizing trips over over finances right i think it's gonna come back to bite them i think it's a little (laughs) Yeah, it's a little bit of the like the naive because all young people have that, right? When you're young, right? You feel like you're going to be healthy forever, you feel like you're going to figure it all out at some point. Mm-hmm. You don't you're not really thinking about 5, 10, 15 years down the road until you're really like deep into your 30s and then you start thinking, you know, start deep getting further into adulthood and you start saying, "Okay, I got a plan." But I think when you're in your early to mid 20s like these Gen Z, man, they just like, "Hey man, I'm gonna figure that out later. Right now, I'm going to just do what I do. And I do think it's going to go back, come back to bite them, Shire, because me and you are seeing that in our own lives that, man, if we would have just started five years earlier or 10 years earlier, man, we would be here by now. And so we finally got it right. But just think about where we would be if had we done it at the age of some of these Gen Zers, right, instead of traveling and stuff. But I don't know. What do you think, Shire? What do you think? Because I feel like you may have a different outlook on this.
1: I mean, I think that's a valid point okay. that, you know, in 20 years, 40 years, mm-hmm. the topic of conversation could be uh these uh what struggling are
0: Gen Z. Okay. How Gen Z is struggling to to survive. To
1: save for retirement. Yeah, to save for retirement, you know. So I I don't I don't really know. I I think yeah. that I like the idea of balance, but how do you balance? Like how much, you know, should you have saved before you take a trip? Right. You know, like, so right. I think that we say balance, but not everyone knows what that looks yeah, like. It looks and it like. might look different for different people. I I do like the idea of having um, life experiences yes. and different adventures. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much a homebody, but the times that we have traveled are some of the most cherished times of my life. Yes. And so I think that it's a great thing that they are traveling, right? But you want to do so uh, responsibly. Right. And a conversation that we've been having in our own personal finances is, are we saving too much? Mm -hmm. So much so that we are um, not having experiences that we can afford to have but we're Literally. trying to save so much and we uptight and it feels like we're broken and ain't got nothing. Yep. yep. <laughs> so, and then you have, you know, that's one in the, of the, the spectrum. And then you have this other, uh, you know, a uh, group, they ain't got the money, but they doing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, it's,
0: I don't know. Shire, it's tough, man. But yeah, uh, some would say maybe the balance is, uh, you know maybe doing a whole like i said like we're t- looking into like the whole travel miles and managing miles and building travel points and maybe someone would say well that's your happy medium where you can do that stuff like looking that looking for but discounts and discounts. stuff so that's and, like a yeah, hack exactly like,
1: can i use a hack to right, travel but right. i mean you can use hack but you still gonna have to come, out, to come out of pocket
0: something
1: yeah usually okay so uh, the article does share that only eleven percent of Gen Zs who travel frequently come from households earning a hundred thousand or more annually, mm. and most sixty-one percent say they earn less than fifty thousand per year.
0: Ooh, how are you traveling with less than fifty thousand a year that's when it. that's just enough to make to, to help you live? Just to really, get
1: right. Wow,
0: that's interesting, Shy.
1: Right. And another thing that I found um, interesting is that, you know, of course, they talk about how Gen Z's, they do their best to find um, deals when they travel. Okay, Sometimes they'll look for the cheapest option. Now, that's something I don't do. Like, if I'm going to a hotel and I know I'm going on a trip, I don't look for the cheapest place. Okay. You know, um, I'm looking at stars, reviews, and I'm willing to pay more. Um, But obviously, I'm not a Gen Z, and I'm at a different place in my life. But Gen Z, they are prioritizing that. They're looking for cheapest options when traveling. Yeah. You know, so, for example, um, if you're going with a group, you might want to get a... a whole Airbnb or a whole house to yourself, but mm-hmm. you know they'll they'll settle for a room in a house. You know, so
0: sure they'll do the hostel type vibes, right? Like when they just stand in this room for a night, and then the next right. night they're backpacking to another location, and you know, so like I do feel like Gen Z are more experimental with it. Yes, where we's like, yo, let me get a five star hotel. I need I need a, uh, uh, <laughs> a rent car while <laughs> i when I'm there. I need this. I need that. Like that's kind of being a more of a seasoned adult you want more amenities whereas young people were willing to just kind of rough it out a little bit just yeah. for to just just to say they did it you know
1: yeah and another thing that is interesting um, in this article it says that 46% said they expect to get financial help from their parents mm-hmm. when it <laughs> when it comes to i guess their travel another Expenses. Oh, Richard! I know, right? Wow. But I mean, maybe that's a positive thing if you got it.
0: Okay. Well, we talking we we, we talking about two different things then, because um, yeah. Do you think that? Wow, they're looking for help from their parents. Do you think they live at home?
1: I mean, they could could be looking at the age range. They're still relatively yeah. young.
0: Well, that's a whole different ball game then, because I feel like you got that support system. To where fifty thousand might actually be more than enough for you to live, or it is more than enough for you to live if your parents are supporting you with letting you live at home or even supporting you with a little allowance. I don't know how it works, but yeah, this yeah. That kinda makes sense then. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it can. Yeah. But then the languages that they expect.
0: Now that's crazy. They
1: expect to get. That's so it's crazy. not necessarily that they are getting. So I don't know. It just could be how they how they worded it.
0: Okay. Now, let me ask you this, Your uh Taylor goes away to college, you know, 18. She comes back for the summer of freshman and sophomore year and she wants to go to Cabo with her girlfriends. Are you going to let her go or are you going to give her a couple put a couple dollars in her pocket? What's the vibes? What what, what are you doing?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's like so far in the future mm-hmm. um I don't know.
0: Knowing Look you, you going to do it. Like, <laughs> all right. No, you. Yeah. Look,
1: I'm coming too. Okay? Right. <laughs> um, okay. okay. Also, they found that 83% of young adults said they plan to cut back on non essential spending. So, think about like some of the luxuries that you enjoy. Your occasional coffee, the things that, you know, things that you get that you don't have to have, but you get them because just because you can, you know, so it sounds like they're willing to cut back on those things so that they can save money um, for traveling, according to um, the survey.
0: So that's really interesting because I feel like we cut back on those things because when I just try to think of the things that I get that I do just because they're not the list is very small and your list is very small That likewise but we're cutting back to invest Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: save and stuff they're cutting back to do trips to travel like the reality is is like me and you could be these hyper travel people right now if we really wanted to we could literally be traveling every multiple times a month if we wanted to
1: are you teasing me
0: but we wouldn't be
1: (laughs) I'm like where are you going with this do you have a stash of money I don't know about
0: well we wouldn't be able to invest into our future though if we did that
1: well see that's but see that's the thing Okay. right because you're going very uh, extreme you're you're like um, honey we could travel but we wouldn't be able to save Mm -hmm. but you were just talking about balance at the beginning of the podcast and so that's well, that's why I say the tricky thing is balance. Yes. Like you literally just said you could do this or this.
0: Well, okay. So you wouldn't be able to, we wouldn't be able to travel multiple times a month
1: if I mean, we wanted to save. but to,
0: we could travel yeah. a little bit more and save a little less. So that would be kind of be the balance. You know what I mean? Uh, you would be saving less and traveling a little more than we currently do. But it's just like, you know, me and you, Shire, we're kind of like extremists.
1: No, I think you're extreme. I definitely am. <laughs>
0: I definitely am. I'm like, if I'm if I'm gonna do this, like, there's very little gray with me, and I think, well, I'm kind of getting off on tension here, but I think that we've even talked about that in regards to like marriage and discussions. You'll be like, you're more nuanced. You're more, Marcus. Well, is this and this? Well, I didn't. I didn't say that. And I'm more like, Yo, but is it? A or B? And you're like, well, let's talk about A and B. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And so for me, even in this topic, it's like, either I'm going to be a vacationer or I'm (laughs) going to be a super saver. And I can't really, I feel like the middle is just like, you're not doing anything 100% when you're in the middle. Why am I like that? Is that bad?
1: I I don't know why you're like that, Okay, but I'm glad that you have an awareness (laughs) that that I do. is your stance yeah. on certain topics. I
0: can't do middle, man. But, right, but
1: do you think that there is a middle?
0: Yes, there okay. absolutely is.
1: Okay, that's progress. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um right. but so they're traveling, they're willing to cut back. They don't have to stay at a five-star resort. I guess these are also tips too because I was because yeah. we talked about well, how do they do it?
0: Yes, that's, that's a lot so, of So
1: So, and I guess one of the questions is can you travel and still uh, save and invest at a rate that you're satisfied with? Mm. That's my question to you. What do you think, Marcus?
0: I think the answer is no. You (laughs) can't. You can't do it at the rate you're currently doing.
1: Well, Yes, but I don't think that was the question.
0: Okay, we we're, we're, t- tell me the question. The again.
1: question is, can you travel and still save um at a rate that you can feel good about?
0: Okay. Yes, I think you can. I think that, you know, there's a there's a happy medium there. Like for me, man, I feel like I don't want to contribute less than 30% of our of our income to retirement. You know, a lot of people say you pay off your debt and uh start contributing 15 to your 15 of your income to retirement and you'll be a millionaire and it's like okay that i mean that sounds amazing but let, let's break that down with that 15 percent, when will i be a millionaire number one a lot of times it's in your 60s and then am i are we talking a multi-millionaire because i'm gonna be i'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all a million dollars I ain't gonna cut it 1.5 Ain't really gonna cut. You need to be a multi-millionaire. You need to have a multi-millionaire trajectory Mm -hmm. to if you really want to. This whole generational wealth thing we're talking about a million dollars ain't gonna do it. Let's just keep it all the way real, shy. So my thing for most people, for most people,
1: and it also depends. Okay, because some people have a pension that's providing a guaranteed income. Some like everyone has different living situations they're located yeah. in different areas if you want to stay in high-priced california
0: and some people make a lot of income so actually 15 is a lot
1: yes but that you know statistic of 15 percent really applies to a younger person okay so oh, right That's i wish i had too. it oh i wish i remembered like the the number but it was in their their early 20s that 15 percent rule is golden Um, If you're starting starting early enough, start starting early. But what happened was I would say that we were not uh, on our finance uh, vibes, vibes (laughs) journey in our 20s. Nope. Um, We weren't there. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, then we start focusing on, on debt.
0: Yes. And that, so that kind of goes that
1: into a, that tunnel vision thing that yes, we were just talking about. Yes, You have that. I had that when it comes to paying off debt. Mm-hmm. And there was a period of about two and a half years where we didn't contribute yeah. to retirement because we we're focused on those things. So when you go through your 20s and you're not thinking about your finances
0: mm-hmm. and your early 30s, you're paying your debt off. You're paying like two, your two debt years. off
1: your student loan debt. But you, but you could have, we could have saved for retirement, retirement, you know, and I I do recommend that folks consider doing that. Yes. I'm not saying that, you know, a lot of people say, well, I've done it. I have no regrets and I would do it all over again. You know, that, that's, come on now. It's not us. Come on. Mm -hmm. You would, you would do everything the exact same? Really? Okay. I wouldn't when it comes to my finances. So what you're describing is our situation yes. where we didn't really have that financial fi- uh, foundation yes. until we were older. And so that's why we have to save so much right. <laughs> because we're playing catch up right? in and, a lot of areas. And
0: I think that that plays in the back of my mind. So I feel like to answer your question, 30% for me is like, I don't want to dip in that much lower than that. Now, but if I say, but I also want to be a traveler. I want to travel. I want to do Hawaii. Once a year for sure, and another small trip. I'm gonna do two trips a year where we get on a plane and we go somewhere for a week. That's gonna make. That's gonna cause me to contribute more to more like 20. percent You know what I'm saying? Or more like 22 or 20. You he's know. not doing
1: the math, y'all. Just so I'm y'all not doing know. the math. He's not I'm sitting just, here with a calculator. He's no. he's giving an estimate yeah. of what he. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're a math whiz.
0: <laughs> so it's like, am I okay with that? You know what I mean? What's that look like long term? How many years do I? tack on to the back end well maybe you're not I'm tacking
1: gonna... on any years I mean so that you might not be tacking on okay. any years you don't know
0: Shara's an a optimist I like that I well
1: like I that. think you have to um, it goes back to that whole discussion of balance okay because we don't know what the future
0: holds Jeez, I could be gone in 10 years
1: you know and I don't want my whole life to be I'm not here to be a money making machine okay? okay there's a whole earth out here I believe god made the earth okay i'm not you know but if you believe mm-hmm. big bang that's you hey mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> i'm so sure it was play. a bang okay um you know but i i you want to have experiences you want you to have do. lived a rich life mm. and i think that there are some things that you can't necessarily put a price on yeah i'm not here to just make money that's not I mean, there's more to life than that. And I think that it is important to find a middle ground because one of the reasons why the Gen Zers <laughs> like are this. prioritizing travel is for mental health. Like, that's what they say. Man,
0: they big on that mental health, ain't they? I yes, ain't mad they're at big
1: them. on that mental health. And, you know, I yeah. think we should be uh, big on that as well.
0: Self-care. all Self-care. That stuff. Like, these words didn't exist when we were, like, teenagers. So, shout out to Gen Z for...
1: For prioritizing, for prioritizing that, that you stuff. know i think we can learn from all generations and errors and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um but just being able to take that the, your financial uh foundation yes your good habits but then also saying okay i can still have good financial habits and i can go somewhere yeah i don't have to be stuck in the house all the time you know maybe you're not going to dubai did you say dubai earlier yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Dubai is go. not even on my bucket list. That's where the okay? rich go to
0: play. <laughs> nah, I want to check it out for sure.
1: But that's probably because of social media, and that's yeah. why the Gen Zers are out here traveling now. But right. anywho, I'm sure there's cool things in Dubai. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I I I think that it's good to have experiences, mm-hmm. and it's good to prioritize things that you know, are hard to, I guess, put a price on.
0: Right, right.
1: Your kids need those experiences kid too. Kids need those experiences. Because you talked about yeah. what travel was like with your family. Yeah. We went up the street, we came home. Yeah. So what will our kids say about us Yeah. if we just say, we're not going to take you anywhere because we want to save money.
0: Right. That's a good point. That's a really great, excellent point. And then I always say this too, Shire, like, you know, let's do this little exercise to everyone who's listening. OK, <laughs> okay. And it may be different for everyone, but, you know, just kind of just feel where you are right now, like uh-huh. physically and just, you know, do you feel any aches? Do you feel any pains? Maybe some of us do, you know, but for the most part, feel pretty good. Right. You know, what I mean, I, I don't feel like too many like a nagging injury or a sore knees or hips or whatever or if you do maybe it's not as bad right now right think about like a nagging ailment or something that will prohibit you from being able to travel a sickness or something like that and it's like when you think about it like that this is like yeah this is the t- this is the time i feel the best that i'm gonna feel right now like this is the time when i need to enjoy and travel and do things you sitting over here waiting you know <laughs> you wait. we only gonna get the body's only gonna get a little more more weak it's gonna get only gonna get older as we age stiff you know so you're not going to feel i don't want to say you're not gonna feel better because i mean because you could you, yeah, you, you can
1: transform your body transform your body your yeah. mind
0: but you know you're right shire to, to try to put these things off until your 70s and 60s 70? i'm
1: not gonna marcus
0: I went too far with that one
1: i don't know when i'm 70 i'm gonna be at home <laughs> watching children watching grandbabies yeah. watching the neighbors babies or uh, there's
0: that Shire, where you've built up this I, I don't we just don't travel thing right and then you're, you're 60 you can you travel can, yeah and you don't
1: you don't you don't
0: because you're just like well, travel I, i've never done that what, what's the point you're right. missing out. You're really missing out. So, yeah. That's so, some good I, points, you know, man. we can learn some things from Gen Z.
1: Yeah. I think you can learn some things from Gen Z. And, you know, Gen Z can probably learn some things from us yes. and we can learn from each other yes. and we can grow and we can get better and, and all of that.
0: Yeah. So, we want you guys to chime in on this and let us know yeah, is there, can there be a balance between travel and financial say you know financial literacy or be, reaching you know, your goals reaching your financial goals like yes can there be a balance yes or no we want to know so we want y'all to hit us up in the review section of wherever you listen to this podcast we, we're we checking those on a weekly uh and while you're doing that you go ahead and leave the five stars you know what i'm saying to to, to 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 be nice to us we really appreciate it shot you got any final thoughts on this um I guess my last question for you is, are we going to travel, be traveling this year? Are we getting on a plane? Somebody's playing this year.
1: Um, I don't know if we're getting on a plane. <laughs> we will travel. Okay. We got, hey, we anniversaries mm-hmm, next month. Mm-hmm, we're going to mm-hmm. do a little something.
0: Got a little something book. You know what I'm saying?
1: Um, I hope we get on a plane, but I don't know. Yeah. We just, you know, might yeah. do little things around town. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're going to create experiences. Yeah,
1: create experiences. But I think this podcast has us thinking. I can see you over there thinking. I'm thinking. Boy. <laughs> I'm thinking I got to get out. And I like that. Yeah.
0: yep yeah. alright you All right, y'all. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Black Mary Death Free Podcast. And we're going to holler at y'all on the next one. Peace.
1: Bye.